The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is Pulse95. This is Pulse95 and a very warm welcome back onto the program. We're going to be talking entrepreneurship now. Uh, Yesterday at the Thai conference, the All Things Entrepreneurship, it was all about bringing entrepreneurs, bringing the stories together. And uh, there was a big focus on women's entrepreneurship. And uh, this is where we talked about uh, the support the community has offered to uh, entrepreneurs who are female, work-life balance, working with the family, the uh, the, the, the family support, the community support, and the government support as well. So during that conference and the forum, uh, we had Hind Al-Mullah who spoke uh, very um, well on the world of entrepreneurship and was very inspiring yesterday during her talk and as she talked about the work-life balance, the importance of it, and the way her brand, Home Bakery, became successful. Uh, and we're celebrating the achievements and uh, the wonderful work of Emirati entrepreneurs. It's not very easy in this competitive environment to to run a business and also establish a homegrown brand when there's a huge perception of people preferring multinational corporations or international food chains to be dining out. The whole aspect of desserts, the whole aspect of speciality coffee and a wonderful place to be sit down, a Parisian style of a a dining uh, outlet, all of this was uh, sort of become a new trend. So we speak to Hind Al-Mullah. My first question to her is uh, about the world of work-life balance. How do you do that? Is it easy? Because being uh, being a wife and also being a mother of wonderful children, how do you take time out to make sure that your brand and your company is still running and still gets the big footfall that you're getting at the moment? Because one mess up in any restaurant can really ruin your reputation and ruin the dream that you always had. So this is Hendel Muller uh, speaking uh, to Pulse95 yesterday uh, about her entrepreneurial journey. So we don't make it like a, a sensitive topic. But with kids and work and a husband, that's, that's not, it's all part of that balance, you know? And then there's yourself. Because you always think of the kids and you always think of the husband and you always think of work. But what about yourself as a person? When are you taking a break? When are you taking an off? And I was the person who was workaholic till like I drop and I would, I would have days where I completely crash and I'm like, okay, I really cannot function anymore. And I would take a day for myself and then I'd keep going and running. And I thank God that COVID hit because COVID kind of made me realize that, okay, we can take things slow. I don't have to keep running all the time. And just making time for yourself, make time for your kids, make make sure... Everyone has their own little way of doing things. Weekends are weekends. Turn your phones off. Uh, talk to us about the idea of home bakery and how did you get into it and wh- you know where did this whole plan of being so dominant come from? Uh, well, it comes from my passion. I've been I love baking since I was ten years old, so it was something that kind of developed with me as I grew up. And I didn't start off being a really good baker. Let's put that make that clear I would make disasters in the kitchen but um, as I kind of worked hard on myself and kept practicing I kind of reached a point where I was comfortable baking and uh, it was only when I got married where I was like okay this is my own kitchen this is my space these are my equipment 
what can I do here? And uh, I started exploring some more and then I was doing desserts for family and friends whenever they had like guests over. And it was something that just happened overnight. It wasn't something that was well thought of or there was like a st plan or strategy. It was, I literally woke up and I was like, okay, let's try this. And because it was from home, there was not a lot of, okay, cost. And, you know, if I close down, you know, there's going to be so much like to pay up for. You have employees, so on, or rent or whatever. It was something that I was experimenting with at home. I was like, let me see where it goes. And because it happened organically, I grew as well organically. And I still am, like, even though we've, I've reached this far, I still feel like I'm still growing organically at my own pace and not putting the fast forward button on, on work. But um, that's basically how we kind of started. It was something that just happened overnight. And are you amazed by how popular it has become? Uh, and what do you think has driven the growth for it? Well, when people saw that, I, I kind of get starstruck a little bit. I'm like, really? Really? You know, I, I, it's, it's not, I, I still haven't grasped that idea that, yes, it's that big. But for me, it's like, alhamdulillah, at the end of the day. Um, I'm very happy that people love it. And for me, it's that joy of feeding people and feeding them something delicious is what drives me even more. Um, so I think that's where the passion comes from and where I want to create more. And um, we change our menu every six months and we do something special in Ramadan. So you always have those regulars that come, but then you've got always something new on the menu to kind of re-attract them again back. Talk to me about the very first branch you opened up and then you know, obviously there's a big cost of setting up a big business and you have to think about the interiors, you not only have to think about the food, how challenging was that and, and, and did you ever potentially just target Emiratis because if you go down to Al Wasl Road it's just packed up uh, with just Emiratis over there most of the time. <laughs> no, that was not my, my intention at all but you know, everyone's welcome, uh, any shape, colour, size, nationality, you know, um, but uh, when we first opened I wanted to make sure that this, when I open a first brand, I wanted it to look from interior to everything on the table to the plates. Complete. It looks like a place that you've kind of um, you've 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 franchised from outside. And whenever people walked in, they were like, "Okay, where is this franchise from?" I'm like, "This is homegrown. This is from the, from Dubai." And everyone was so amazed that, "Oh wow, you went like the attention to detail that I put into the shop. My plates were all handmade. They were made for me specifically. It all has my markings on it. So, like little things like that, that attention to detail, that kind of made that place kind of, even though it's a small, it was a small space, but it kind of gave that. It gave it a soul." And um, and then having that idea, okay, should we just have this stuff desserts on the counter? But for me, if I was going to open a shop, I wanted something. I was an experience. I want people to walk in and experience dessert on another level. Uh, like you know, when you go to to uh, five star restaurants or like three Michelin star, and you get those gastronomy desserts, things that melt and pour and stuff like that. So I wanted that effect, but something that's right next door. You don't have to go and drive or order a full course meal just to get that dessert, for example. So I wanted something that's uh, uh, that's reachable and accessible to people. Um, so I told my parents, okay, I'm going to do a la carte desserts. And everyone's like, no, no, just stick to like the desserts that you have and people will pick up and go. And I was like, no, 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 I want this experience. And I'm glad that I kind of insisted on that. And that kind of made a huge shift change as well in the UAE with, with desserts and how people perceive desserts. And people did not expect that when I first opened. So they were like, whoa, she's got something new. And we didn't have an opening plan. We just took off the sticker. We didn't even say we were open and people started walking in. And 
we were not ready. I didn't have a manager. I didn't find someone that I that fits our uh, origins or our roots or what we believe in. So I we said let's do this on our own. So we ended up putting aprons and working the floor because we had no idea what we were doing. I know how to cook. I just didn't know how to be a waitress or or, or manage the floor. So we had to learn on the go every single day and and. I'm glad that we did that because if we didn't do that, we won't have the knowledge. If they have an issue right now, for example, we wouldn't know how to solve it because we never work the floor. So I feel like that kind of gave us an edge when it came to the market and word spread around that there are Emiratis waitressing in a restaurant. And people would come in and they'd walk in and they're like, oh, so really there is an Emirati because my brothers are wearing like jeans and a t-shirt, but I was the one with the abaya. They're like, there is really an Emirati. And they're like, yeah, I'm an Emirati. I'm like, are you really, really an Emirati? I'm like, yes, I am. So why are you here? I'm like, but this is my place. And they're like, but why? I'm like, I won't just let it go. This is something that's very important and I care about it deeply. I can't just let it go. I can't see my name and whatever I've built just go to waste. So that broke us down a little bit because we were working so hard day and night and people would give us stares that seriously this is what you've downgraded yourself to um, but it was only when Sheikh Mohammed came and he heard about they were locals working in the shop wearing aprons and he came in and he saw my brother unfortunately I wasn't there that day but he saw my brother and he was like you guys you wear an apron every day he's like yes he's like okay good I want you like this every day so that kind of gave Emiratis another boost to go like yes you can be the owner of your own business you can be working the floor you can be understanding the business from a to z and still be a successful franchise you know or, or a successful business or whatever you do so that was something that kind of put us on the edge and in terms of you know getting people dining and i know you just mentioned sheikh Mohammed coming down is anyone that you think or would want to to walk through the the doors of home bakery who I would like to walk yeah. in. Oh, wow. The, the long thing, list. <laughs> the thing is, it's, it, it, Sheikh Mohammed came and he was so impressed. So he later brought in every single Sheikh in the UAE on Eid day. It was, it was Eid day. And he brought them in. He's like, I want to show you what, what Emiratis can do. And he was very proud of us. So more than that, what would I ask for? You know, when you have all of the Sheikhs and Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed and Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid and Sheikh Mansour, and the list goes on, you know, when you have all of them in, ti- in this little teeny tiny space of my little shop, I, there's nothing more I can ask for, you know, for me. <laughs> so talk to me about being a woman entrepreneur in the United Arab Emirates. How easy has it been? Is there some support that you've got from the society and from the uh, from, from the government, for example? Uh, has there been a big push on w- women's entrepreneurship in this country? Um, in, from the government, 100%. They're always very supportive. They want to support locals. They want to support you. But during my time and during that time, there weren't a lot of locals opening up, especially a food business, that they turn it from a home business to a restaurant or a cafe. That wasn't much seen. It was usually franchise, franchise, franchise. So when I wanted to go into the market, I kept facing a lot of closed doors with the mall owners and they just didn't see, like, why do you want a full shop? You know, like just take this kiosk and okay, take the food court, you know, stuff like that. And I'd be like, no, 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 I have a vision. I know exactly where I see my business. Yes, I know I'm not a franchise, but I know exactly, I, ha- I know what I'm going with this. And 
pushing through and making sure that okay this is what I want and then alhamdulillah the mall that I kind of approached it was a new mall it was it was we were one of the first people to open they go like okay you take the spot I was like yes I'll take the spot and they kind of opened their door to me and then from there things went smoothly and after I opened everyone who was working at home like when it comes to the food industry we're working at home they kind of got that courage okay she can do it we can too and I think that's amazing for every woman at home every mother at home who has even the smallest business that they think that they can make it into something I think that's amazing I think that opens so many doors for a lot of people uh, there's a big demand from people in Sharjah. When are you going to open? They're saying Zawaya Walk is there. There's plenty of other spots. There's a House of Wisdom as well in Sharjah that's yes, looking for places. Have you thought about a branch venturing out into Sharjah and other Emirates? Yes, of course. We always look at looking at other Emirates and, and opening up. Why not? You know, for me, the whole UAE is like all of them are my customers. I love them. And uh, of course, why not? If the opportunity comes along, of course. So, so you're not revealing anything? No. <laughs> I try to keep it very quiet until we actually open. I don't like to jinx the place. I don't know why. Wonderful. Well, Hindal Mullah, thank you very much thank for joining us. And we look forward to welcoming you in, 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 in different parts of the country and seeing more branches popping up as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. All the very best. So that was the founder and director of Home Bakery, Hind Al-Mullah, talking to us about all things entrepreneurship and also her journey of being an entrepreneur. She was very, very tight-lipped, though, about opening a branch here in the Emirate of Sharjah, even though I did convince her to saying this is a great place to be setting up shop and lots of people would be extremely delighted to have your uh, outlet here in the Emirate. Stay with us here on The Morning Majlis. We'll continue the discussions right after some more musical entertainment and, of course, the sports headlines. Uh, you're listening to The Morning Majlis only on Pulse95.